Hello, and thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Change and Evolve Letter with special issue number 51, Remote Hybrid Office. But please allow me to, well, at least just mention that today is the 150th issue of the Change and Evolve Letter, and I was wondering if that is a milestone. And for me, it most certainly is, and I still absolutely love doing this, writing to you, doing my podcasts, and doing them for you, and well, a bit for myself as well, of course. But let's get down to the topic. I'm someone who's not really very active on LinkedIn, but I saw something there recently, something that really triggered me, and I have not been quite able to let it go. So I thought I would just share it with you and see what your thoughts are. And it was this cartoon with the remote hybrid and office work looking all exactly the same. And the post with this photo had the caption, relative to the number one issue of 2022 for the world of work, this was by far my favorite cartoon. My comment on that post was, my view on this is possibly not very popular. I would like to emphasize that I'm not fundamentally against remote or hybrid working. However, as a leadership and life coach, I also see how people are becoming more and more isolated and they are forgetting how to personally interact with other people. It is a development that I see as rather worrying. People are becoming more isolated and lonely. I know, of course, that there's a lot more to it than that. And I did not get a shitstorm, but while reading some of the comments, I got seriously pissed off. As I can be a little impulsive at times, I refrained from adding more comments and just sat on the topic for a while. Because there are so many aspects to this topic, and I've had quite a bit of experience with this well, my own very personal experience, the experiences that friends shared with me, the ones that clients shared with me, and even the ones that my children shared with me. And I want to start with my own personal experience with remote work. It has, as with pretty much everything, an upside and a downside. And just so you know, I already worked remotely before most people even considered this an option. But let's start with with the upside. Well, of course, there's no commute, so there's no time loss. The consequence is you have more time with your family and you have a freer time management and fewer interruptions from colleagues. But of course, like everything I said, it has a downside. And one of them is definitely that you have no social interactions with others. You have many distractions, more interruptions from family. You usually have much too much screen time. You have fewer opportunities or sometimes even no opportunities to brainstorm or toy with ideas when they come up. Loneliness is probably one of the biggest downsides. The other one is you have no opportunities of getting to know your colleagues. 
because let's face it, that just doesn't happen via video chat. You have no possibility to feel the atmosphere in the company. But also, there's no possibility of a company culture itself. It's easier to procrastinate when working from home. And one of the worst downsides is actually you're always at work, working sometimes absurd hours. But there's also one aspect that I want to mention because unfortunately, working from home all the time is also one of the causes for increased child abuse. And I know that for many, this may sound unbelievable at first because it is something you would never even consider doing. And it's something that people really don't like to talk about. But when work suddenly takes place in the home environment, and smaller children in particular do not understand why their parents, even though they are at home, don't have time, and this can lead to serious tensions. And there's one thing that many people forget is that abuse is not only physical, but also psychological. Both forms are horrific. And the biggest difference is that you don't see the psychological abuse on children as quickly, or even on adults. Because there are no bruises, there are no wounds, there are no broken bones to show for it. But the soul is wounded, and sometimes it's even broken. And this is a form of abuse I know only too well. I didn't have nurturing parents, I had what I call providers. And it wasn't a loving home I grew up in, well, except when guests came to visit. My mother never held us and was rather manipulative and self-centered. My father was more of the cold type and felt rather threatening to me. When we made mistakes and apologized, we were told it would be okay in three days. We were then non-existent for three days and punished with the withdrawal of love. Well. Okay, in our case, it was more like attention deprivation. And when I was about 12, the sword of Damocles was always hanging over me. Because if I didn't function properly, I was threatened with being sent to a home for, let's call it difficult, to educate girls. Meaning, being expelled from the family. And don't get me wrong, I'm not writing this an attempt to gain your sympathy or even your pity. It's not necessary because I got over this a long time ago. And I very, very consciously did things differently with my children. But I will admit this much, that there are still things that trigger me today. And I was incredibly lucky in this situation, as I had my big sister. And we gave each other support and literally saved one another. Unfortunately, my little brother was not so lucky because he was a latecomer, being almost 13 years younger than me, and was more or less left alone with my parents and took refuge in drugs that cost him his life at the age of 27. And I'm not saying that everyone who works remotely abuses their children or partner. I'm not one for stereotyping but the risk does increase. 
I was always away from home as often as I could as a child, staying with friends or playing outside. And I really don't want to imagine what my life would have been like if my father had worked from home. There are often good reasons to separate work and private life. However, as I mentioned in my comment to the Post, I am absolutely not against working remotely. But I believe it should not become the rule for everyone. Like everything in life, there are pros and cons and risks that need to be considered. The one thing I truly believe, though, is that remote work, or rather seeing it as the new normal, is just another part of the plan to isolate people from one another, to deprive them of their abilities to interact with others socially. Because ask yourself, how much do you care about people you don't really know? The lockdowns were a step in that direction, and remote working is the logical sequel to ensure social distancing in the future. And once again, this letter has turned out rather differently from what I had originally intended, so I will just leave it at this for today. But of course, I will share my song of the day with you, which is an oldie but goldie, um, and one that always gets me on my feet, and it's the wonderful Donna Summer with her song, She Works Hard for the Money, which I thought was rather, well, sort of fitting. And of course, you can find this song on the Spotify playlist with now 150 songs. Um, it's just one click away, like it, share it, or just listen to some wonderful music. And as my poem of the day, I chose one by Matthew Arnold, who lived from 1822 to 1888, and it's called Quiet Work. One lesson, nature let me learn of thee. One lesson which in every wind is blown. One lesson of two duties kept at one, though the loud world proclaim, proclaim the enmity. Of toil unsevered from tranquility, of labour that in lasting fruit outgrows, far noisier schemes accomplished in repose, too great for haste, too high for rivalry. Yes, while on earth a thousand discords ring, man's fitful uproar mingled with his toil, still do thy sleepless ministers move on, their glorious tasks in silence perfecting, still working, blaming still our vain turmoil, labourers that shall not fail when man is gone. And as an impression, well, it's a beautiful winter impression again from Lake Starnberg, which I, you know by now, love very, very much. So I hope you enjoyed this letter. And um, thank you for listening. And if you liked it, share it, leave a heart or a comment. I would love to hear about your experience with remote, hybrid and office work and your take on it, of course. And I'm wishing you a wonderful day, wherever you are. Yours, Tanya. <laughs>